Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, lots lots to go over. Uh, first off, I want to thank the person who was 38 years old in a box truck who was drunk uh, last Thursday. Because of your stupidity, because of your ignorance of what's going on and being drunk at 12 noon, ended up crashing near Rancho California Road out here in Temecula, it took me an additional 45 minutes to get home because, believe it or not, the crash happened at 12 lunchtime. A young man died in that. And the investigation went on for eight hours. So tell me what does that do to the freeway as it backs up? And it took me another 45 minutes to get home that night. I had to sidetrack on roads that I haven't been on in years here in Temecula. Although the tour was pretty good, but this guy got locked up and got placed into jail. Here's the funny thing about it. I see a lot of printed paper about it, but no TV station covered it or at least at this point in time, I can't find anything about it. I understand that they ended up taking him to the hospital and arrested him on the spot for DUI. Rightly so. Should happen that way. But it cost me an additional 45 minutes. And every time I think about this, I think about the time that I had an interview with a guy named Sweet James Bergner, a lawyer. And one of my questions to him was, what is a possibility if we can identify the person that did this, that we can go ahead and personally sue them for the fact of distress? Costing me time, costing me money, costing me anguish, costing me all sorts of aggravation. I have to revisit that 
because this is something that needs to happen. I'm going to follow up with the California Highway Patrol who out here investigated the situation here in Temecula, and I'm hoping to get some more answers in regards to the status of the perpetrator. I understand he's locked up, and it's a young kid that did it from what I understand. 21 years old, not 21 years old, but in his 20s. But I can tell you this, on a Thursday afternoon, and he's drunk, hmm, driving a box truck for a company. I don't know the name of the company, so therefore I can't talk about it. I don't know. All I saw is print on it. I read a couple of things about it. I have no audio for it. Oh, I would have been so thrilled to play some audio for you. But it also reminded me about a crash that happened almost a year ago in April where a guy from Las Vegas was trying to outrun the police in early morning and he was drunk and he smashed into a young lady which ended up pushing a car into another car which ended up into the city hall parking lot uh, crashing into the building and that sigler on the other side of the road took a long period of time to get fixed. Hmm, lots to think about here. Lots to think about. Like one, why aren't we having stricter laws on these guys and lock these guys up permanently? Why aren't we restricting them from driving again? These are things that I've got many, many questions about. Will I get answers? Mm, probably not. Although I do happen to notice that in the city of Temecula, uh, mm, let's just say last Friday, they had a, I think, Temecula City Traffic City Department or whatever had a Zoom meeting, which I happen to find on, um, where did I find it on? Uh, YouTube. I found it on YouTube. So I thought it was pretty cool. So I scoped out and listened to that a little bit. I'm going to reach out to one or two of the city hall people there in the traffic department of Temecula. I uh, like to try to talk to them because driving around here, just in our city alone now, is, uh, you know, you're putting your own life at danger. You are at risk. Drive at your own will, if you will, because it is getting to the point where people are speeding. And it's not just the young people. It's not the middle-aged people. It is now the elderly people. They are speeding. They're getting to their places where they got to go. They're going to push in front of your car. If there's even a nickel of a space, they're going to get in. They're going to dance that dance with you to try to push their way in. And you end up having to jam the brakes on, potentially get cracked in the back. It is getting too dangerous out here. It's getting dangerous everywhere. The rudeness of drivers are escalating to the point where I don't even want to. I fear for my life every time I get in a car. I really, really do. And I try to do everything I can to avoid somebody following me and me following other people. I will go in the slowest lane possible. But even that is now starting to get risky because people are in the slowest lane and they're flashing their beams. They're riding up on you bumper to bumper trying to tell you get off on the shoulder of the road so I can pass. Uh, that I'm not going to do. I would rather have you freaking hit me than me drive on the side of the road.
because I'm not getting a flat tire. I'm not going to damage my car that way. But if you end up cracking into me and I'm in the slow lane, I'm going to get some insurance compensation some way, some way, shape, or form. I can always use another car anyways. But it's getting dangerous. It is getting to the point where it is getting out of control. And I'm going to reach out to some law officers, law enforcement agencies. I'm going to reach out to some attorneys. I'm going to reach out to some doctors who actually take people in into the emergency ward, either their victims or perpetrators, and how and what it takes to administer everything that they can do in their power to keep them alive. That is something that I got to reach out to do. That has got some stuff that will make some magnification on the situation. Speaking of magnifications, not in this show. Not in this show. Sorry, coughing here for a bit. Sorry, not in this show at all. But I can tell you this. In the next show that I got, how many people remember that mm, 17-year-old that went ahead and killed Miss Munoz? The 17-year-old that had that Lamborghini driving around really cool. And I had pleaded for the district attorney to step up and press charges on this guy. Have him do some community service. Well, he confessed to the charges against him the other day. I have some audio on that, but that will be in next week's show. That will be in the next show that I do. Not this one. Just letting you know. I can tell you this. Uh, I've opted for that young man to get a lot more than what he's going to end up doing because our district attorney is soft on criminals. He is soft on criminals thinking that they need a second chance. That young lady that he killed, Miss Munoz, she doesn't get a second chance, guys. She is gone permanently. Her family misses her. She's not going to pursue her life's dream. The family's not going to be able to see her fulfill her dreams. But yet this 17-year-old could possibly get off spend some jail time in like homeward rest type situation. I'm guessing that's what it could be. I'm not sure, but I need to reach out to somebody in regards to that. And, uh, you know, it just drives me crazy. It really drives me crazy when this kind of things happen. If it was me or you and we weren't driving around in a Lamborghini, We'd have been locked up in jail already. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh, Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh, Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa. 
Why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcasts. Just type in that keyword, distracted DB. All right, so a lot of things going on since I've told you last week or the last show I did. The month of April seems to drag me down. And in the past seven years that I've done this show, it seems to me that in the past seven years, okay, in the past seven years, I have done less shows in the month of April than any other any other show, any other month, I should say, any other month. And the reasoning for that is, is I don't really know. Um, I suspect why. I'll keep that to myself for a while. Uh, maybe it is the fact, I'm just guessing that it could be, it is so heart, you know, it's so disheartening when I hear and I see things that are happening on the freeways during this month. And it just sucks the life out of me. I'm just guessing that. I can't really say that for sure. But we're going to find out. Maybe someday I'll come up with a reasoning why, why it's happening, and kind of elaborate a little bit on that. I really can't say for sure. But right now, I would have to indicate to me that, or to you, that it is time for... And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. It's now time for the top story from the previous show, and there is no doubt, there is no doubt in my mind that what the top story is going to be, because I'm not going to play all eight minutes of it. I'm just going to play a short period of it, but it dealt with the judge who had to explain to a young man why he is sentencing that young man to 24 years in jail. For a deadly hit and run, DUI hit and run, I believe, that killed a mother and a child. And again, this story comes from Fox 13, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. All right, good evening, everyone. Is the state ready to proceed? Yes, Your Honor. The defendant ready to proceed? Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> Sorry, it took me a little bit longer than anticipated, but uh, that was a, a lot of information to consider. 
Uh, let me just uh, start by saying that, um, as multiple people have uh, observed, uh, that this is a particularly difficult case because there's really nothing that the court can do that's um, that, that's, that's capable of, uh, of of fixing uh, the harm that has been caused to the victims in this case. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. That was the top story from the previous show. All right, that was the top story from the previous show. Uh, quite honestly, to tell you the truth, I couldn't play. I could not play all eight minutes of it and still get everything done to my show. But obviously, you know what? Last week, if you listen to the show or if you're new to the show, go back to last week's show and hear the entire eight minutes of it. And roughly around in the um, six minutes and 37 second mark, that is when a judge really hands down exactly the sentencing and the reason why. And when I watched the video on that, oh man, the shock and dismay by that young driver who thought he was going to probably get off scot-free. And he didn't. And with that said, it doesn't pay to go out there drinking and driving, especially in Florida. It doesn't pay at all. But I can tell you this. They're starting to clamp down more and more on these DUI driving, especially if you end up killing a mother and a child or a family. It doesn't matter. They're coming after you. They're coming hard. And I know right now everybody's thinking this is the month of April. After that comes May, June, July. All of a sudden the summertime's creeping up. Families are going to go out on trips if they're not intending school. They're going to go out and they're going to celebrate. They're going to start doing things. As the states start to open up from this COVID-19, it's they're going to start to open up and they're going to actually go out and start visiting family members. Some are not going to make it there and some will not make it back because of some jackass who decided, oh, let's go out and party. It's okay. I'm going to go out and drink with my friends. Then I'm going to get in my car and go back home. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. And unfortunately, there's going to be an innocent family, an innocent family who ends up losing their life. And it's very, very disheartening. But it almost reminds me of today's story. This happened where in Florida, two sisters were killed in a hit and run crash on their way to the grocery store. They were just going to the grocery store to pick up some food to do their weekly shopping. And they didn't make it because of somebody who was speeding, slammed into their car, flipping the car over multiple times. I got this story from Fox 35, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And they got it from another radio state or TV station. But the whole thing is just getting out of hand. Here it is from Fox 35. Also developing, two women are dead after their car was slammed into in Palm Bay. Fox 35 Stephanie Buffamonte was the only person to speak with the family. She's now live with new details. Stephanie, this is just such a tragic story. 
A tragic, tragic story for this poor family. The family tells me that the two women who were killed in this crash were sisters simply trying to run an errand at Publix over here. You can see in the crash, it knocked down a cement uh, bus bench and a sign over here. I spoke to that family. They say they are just desperately now looking for answers. Horrible, terrible, like I want to die. Ramon Villanueva is heartbroken. He's mourning the loss of his wife of more than 20 years, Noemi Hammond. She was my baby. <laughs> she was my love. <laughs> she was everything to me. Hammond and her sister Maria Ramirez were driving to get groceries when their car was hit near Babcock Street and Palm Bay Road. Police say a dark blue Chrysler 300 took off from the scene with its front bumper dragging. And put my mom and her mom in the grave, like, at 7 p.m. on a crowded street. Who does that? The family is still in shock. It's hard to believe. Like Maybe. my sister kept saying all day, we're just waiting for them to come back through the door any minute. I just, well, I can't believe she's just gone. Like, it's unbelievable. You can see their white car was smashed in. Police are still investigating to see if speed or racing were factors in this deadly crash. The family says Hammond's head was so badly injured, it is almost beyond recognition. My mom's beautiful face. She was beautiful. <laughs> she was so beautiful. She was beautiful. A desperate plea from the family as police continue to look for the car that they believe fled from the scene. Be a human being, be decent, and just come forward and face the consequences for what you did because you messed up. You did. You killed two innocent people. Now, officers are hoping any video or surveillance video will help them with this investigation. They haven't confirmed that that blue car was involved, but they do want to speak with that driver. Now, there was another black car here at the scene that was also damaged. They're still working to see how that car was involved. But if, depending on the outcome of this investigation, charges could be filed against that driver. Now, if you have any information, please call police. Reporting live, Stephanie Belfonte, Fox 35 News. All right, and again, that story came from Fox 35 News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Again, two sisters just going to the grocery store. Now their lives are turned upside down. You heard the audio from the husband, 20 years of marriage. That was his life. That was his soulmate. And now she's gone. And this kind of stuff is happening more and more each and every week, and you kind of wonder to yourself, when, when in the heck will it kind of stop? Will it ever stop? Or are we getting more and more, more and more wrapped up in our own world? Bad things are happening. More when we get back. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. We'll be back after this. You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. 
We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDB, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And you want to get the shows, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, just use the keyword DistractedDB. All right, here's a real a quick story. Um, you know, you kind of wonder in regards to a lot of things, but usually a vehicle that's in distress along the side of the road and they're parked on the side of the road, changing their tire. And lo and behold, you end up getting hit. And that driver takes off. There is nothing worse when a little child comes out of the car to check and see if her father is okay. And the horror on her face and the vision that she sees is unspeakable. Yet, this has happened. An Oakland man received, receiving um, help, if you will, Friday night after a hit and run. And he had two children in the car and a vehicle. Of course, they had a flat tire. They pulled off, he pulled off on the side of the road to start to work on it, and he ends up getting hit by a driver. This story comes from KRON News, and I appreciate them. KRON4 News up there in uh, Oakland area, and I appreciate that for them allowing me to use the sound. Tonight, an Oakland man is recovering in the hospital. He is the victim of a hit and run in Antioch. Yeah, the father of two young children. He was trying to fix his car just off the Hillcrest Avenue exit when his family says that someone hit him with their car and then just took off. 
Now, the family of this poor guy tells Crown 4's Michelle Kingston he's alive today because of the bravery of his young daughter. She was flagging down help and doing everything at six years old. Olivia Allen is calling her daughter a hero after she did everything she could to help her father, who was hit by a car in Antioch. Niravana Allen pulled over by the Hillcrest Avenue exit on Highway 4 because of car trouble. He stepped out to get a gas can from the trunk when his family says he was hit by another vehicle, losing both of his legs on impact. His six-year-old daughter, seven-year-old son, and eight-year-old nephew were in the car at the time of the accident. Our daughter, our daughter um, got out the car after the accident happened, and she went up to him, and she asked him, she said, Daddy? He said, huh? She said, are you okay? He said, get back in the car, baby. Daddy's going to be just fine. The six-year-old jumped back into the car and grabbed her father's cell phone and immediately called her mom for help. She got into the front seat of the vehicle, got his cell phone, called me and told me, Mommy, Daddy is outside the car. He's hurt. His leg is bleeding. I can see his bone is dark and I'm scared. Alan was airlifted to the hospital where he's been now for nearly two weeks. The three children who were in the car were uninjured but are still very shaken up. They, all three of them are completely traumatized. Like me at 37 years old, I can't imagine seeing something like that happen to my mom or my dad. And my, my, my kids and my nephew had to see that. It's, it's not right. The Allen family's friends and neighbors were all so saddened to hear what happened. They have rallied together and have now raised more than $20,000 for the family. I just started to cry. I was, it was so upsetting, and um, I wanted to support them any way I could. Allen's wife, Olivia, says her husband is the family's rock in their support system. He means everything to me. Uh, we've been knowing each other since I was five years old. We reached out to Antioch police for more information, but did not hear back. Allen's family says the woman who hit him has been arrested. In Antioch, Michelle Kingston, Cron, 4 News. All right, and again, that story comes from KRON 4 News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Oh, I just don't even know where to go with stories like this. These kinds of stories have got to stop. And I'm going to keep preaching that. Stop. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Put your cell phone in your glove box until you get to your destination. And then pull it out. We'll be back on the next show.